It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk. This is the type of song that you that you dedicate to someone who you want to make things right with. Everybody to another exciting, informative hour of Infinite Love Talk Radio. We are your hosts, Doug and Jackie Christie, and feel free to call into the show at 347-215-8305 anytime throughout the next hour, and you can join us live or up at all times. You can go into the chat room and chat with us as well. That's right, and today we are discussing having a good marriage. In an age where 15-minute marriages and 30-second divorces is the norm, you guys, we will share ways to secure your own relationship and ensure your bond is strong. We'll also cover pro sports, love, romance, professional football, fashion, beauty, and, of course, much, much more. And today we're going to start it off with the topic of love. And the song you heard was our new artist, Bobby, or not our new artist, but a new song by our artist, Bobby Tinsley, and it's titled More Than My Pride. It is absolutely fabulous. It's exclusive. We're going to play that um, at the end of this segment so you can hear the full song, so make sure you stay tuned for that. we got a surprise special guest coming on a little later in the show, all kinds of good stuff happening. So, honey, let's talk about love. Well, love, I mean, you know, that beautiful, undefinable feeling that everybody feels. I think that is everything when you talk about a marriage, when you're talking about a relationship. We're talking about a committed relationship now. Love is that thing that that you feel that you really can't explain that you feel for that other person. It's that special feeling that's deep down inside you when you look into her eyes, when she looks into your eyes. It's something that you know, you can't explain. You look at them and you say, I love you with all my heart. Well, most definitely you heard my husband, you heard it right here. And I'm going to tell you guys, we have a thing called Infinite Love. As you know, we have a book that we have out um, that we wrote together. It's titled No Ordinary Love, A True Story of Marriage and Basketball. And in that book, we talk about marriage. We talk about balance. We talk about um, sacrifice, uh, the yin and yang, all of which depicts what a relationship is all about and what it's supposed to be about. As you notice, there is a lot of talk about marriage lately in the press and in the news. You've got a new book coming out. Um, we'll talk about it a little later in, um, you know, fashion, beauty, and lifestyle tips, and, and I'm going to be telling you guys about that book. But everybody's talking about it now. It's starting to become the cool thing. You're seeing relationships change in professional sports. Players are not afraid to show how they feel about each other, you know, about their wives and their family, and they can they see that they can still be a jock and still um, be able to profess their love and show their love to their family because that's really what life is all about. And if you don't have it in your life and to get it, it's something that you will cherish. And like my husband said, love is that thing you just really can't put your finger on, but you know you got that person's back. You know you feel special for them, and you want nothing but the best for them. Um, we call it infinite love. And so that we're talking about having a strong marriage and what it's going to take in this age where, as we stated, 15-minute marriages and 30-second divorces is normal, and that's what society has come to accept. We don't accept that. We don't, you know, support that, and we don't get behind that. Marriage is a partnership. It's a friendship. It's something that you have to share. And, you know, I have a couple of girlfriends, and my husband, I'm sure, can share some of these uh, 
these antidotes as well, and they ask me all the time, you know, well, I want my marriage to be like yours, or my husband's not like yours, or you're, I'm not like you, so I can't have what you have. Yes, you can. We don't pretend to be perfect. We don't pretend that we have the end all to end all. We have infinite love for each other and for our family. I got Doug's back. He's got my back. We are a team. And, you know, if you watched our reality show, The Christie's Committed, you would have seen that. You would have seen that we didn't try to hide anything. We put it all, laid it all on the table and let you see. We go through ups and downs. People try to take from us. People try to play games with all of that stuff. But when you got each other's back, you got that thing called infinite love. And we also got married on our reality show. And if you all want to check it out, if you haven't got a chance to see it, and this is a little off topic, you can definitely go to Christie's TV online and go to shows, and you can watch every episode of Christie's Committed from the first season. We're hoping to um, hurry up and, and get it all worked out with the networks and get back out there with number two, but you definitely can check that out, and you really should. Again, go to Christie TV online.com and you can check that out. And next we got a commitment, honey. Well, you know commitment is, and that is to whatever it is that you do. This is a, it, okay. is a lifestyle when you talk about commitment. In a, in a person, most of the time you can see somebody who is truly committed. And a lot of times, baby, I think that the girlfriends, uh, guy friends, people who say I want what you have and these different things, when they see that commitment, to them it is attractive, not in a – sense of that's what they like in you, but that's what they want. That's what that's they right. want to have is that commitment. And what I say is don't look next door. Don't look over the fence across the street. You have to stay within what you have. And inside of our book, we talk about a 360-degree circle. And inside of that, we have ourselves, we have God, right. we have our children. And that we are committed to that and committed to our marriage and committed to making sure that these things last stay strong, and doing whatever it is that we need to do. If something else That's needs right. to go by the wayside so that we can make sure that we are handling our business when it comes to our commitment to each other in our marriage, that's what we do. And that's what I think a lot of people sometimes don't understand when they look at it and see that because, you know, you see these things on television mm-hmm. and everything looks all hunky-dory, and it's, it's, it is that way, but at the same time, you have to be committed to it to keep it that that's way. That's right. And that is the passion, and that is the commitment that we have that a lot of those people, when you are talking, baby, earlier, that I, I think that they see and that is what they want. And in, in saying that, don't look at anybody else. Look at yourself and find what is good for you and your mate. That's right, and you heard what my husband said, and to reiterate that even further, you cannot expect the other person to give more than you're willing to give. Like my husband said, look within yourself. Figure out how committed are you to your marriage, how committed are you to your relationship, how committed are you to yourself, and how committed do, are you to achieving your goals, setting goals, and achieving them and making sure that your family comes first. Commitment, that's what it's all about. Next, we got honesty. You have to tell the truth. There's no need to be, if you lie, you break down communication, you break down trust, you break down loyalty from your mate, and those are the three things that is the glue to any relationship. If everybody in that relationship knows that no matter what, no matter my thoughts, no matter my suspicions, no matter my ideas, I can go to my mate and ask a question, and they're going to answer me honestly, you don't have those worries that some people have. And I'm passionate about this, and so is my husband, because we live this. We live this every day, every second of every minute. And we have a, re- um, a television show coming out, and it's a reality show, TV show, slash um, variety show. I don't want to give you too much, but we've talked about it a lot of times on the show. I'm, I'm committed to it. I know we're going to have a great show. We've got a lot of people on there. It's titled Below, and we're going to have couples on there. We're going to share how we feel. We're going to lay it all out on the line, and we're going to give workshops, all kinds of different things, because we really truly believe in relationships, love, marriage, and keeping it together and having that family unit. Call it old-fashioned. Call it whatever you like. There is a world out there that is different, and I think that a lot of people are realizing, like my husband said, that that's not really the place they want to be. That's not really what they want. If you want it, you can have it. you got to be honest, though. Right, babe? That is to- you're totally correct. Honesty, babe, I would right. say honesty brings a calming force, and mm-hmm. it spawns trust because before you can have trust, you have to have right. honesty you know that you can trust this person. And it is such a big variable when you're looking at a relationship that you start with honesty and that comes with whatever it is that you're doing and you're talking to your mate and you're having communication and all these other different things that we talk about also. But honesty is very, very big. And like I said, it brings a calming force because that you know that you can relax, you can be yourself, and you can be honest with your mate and with that person. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Oh, most definitely. And as you hear it, um, next we got faithfulness. 
you got to be faithful. And faithful isn't just keep your hands up, don't be fooling around with other people. Faithfulness is I'm faithful to my marriage in every aspect of the word. I'm faithful to my mate, and I'm faithful to myself. I'm not going to sit here and have impure thoughts about my best friend's man, my uh guy, friend, woman, that's that's not being faithful. That's being unfaithful. I'm not going to have a friendship that's beyond a professional working relationship with a male and vice versa with a female. And any relationships that we do have, we respect each other enough that, that my husband is involved in my friendships. That's why I want him to be and vice versa. And that's how it's got to be. There's a lot of relationships out there where, you know, oh, well, I got my friends and he got his friends and it's all good. It's really a fine line when you start becoming unfaithful, when you start getting emotionally attached to that other person, when you start having late-night phone conversations, all of these things are not being faithful to yourself, to your marriage, or to your mate. So make sure you keep faithfulness, number one. That is right. You know, faithfulness is defined as adhering firmly and being devoted. And this is something that is very, very big because if you are are firmly devoted to what it is that you're doing, that is faithfulness in and of itself. And you you have to have that is a must that you have to have, no question, baby. Oh, most definitely, you guys. And we, we're really into this segment. Like I said, we got a lot of stuff to cover today. Special guests to bring on. You can call in live at 347-215-8305. I see the call lines lighting up. That little music you heard earlier, sorry about that. Everybody's trying to, you know, play our favorite songs. We're trying to make sure that the music audio player is working correctly. So you might get a couple of little interruptions here throughout the show. But, you know, you right here at Blog Talk, our favorite place to be on the web, at Infinite Love Talk Radio. We got about seven more to cover with you. These are all solid components to having a great, strong marriage, okay? Next, we got have each other's back. You have to have each other's back. You cannot expect for them to have yours and you not have theirs, and that's in every aspect of the word. Whatever my husband's down with, I'm down with. If he's involved in something, I'm involved in that. Yeah, if it's really love, it's going to be blind faith, and you're going to go in there and you're going to have that person's back no matter what. And I know our parents tell us all the time, I love my child, you know, I love you, and even if you're wrong, you're still right in my eyes. That's the way you have to be in marriage. It's a partnership. You guys are a team. You have to be that way in any relationship. Correct, babe? That is totally correct. You know, a, a lot of flack and different things was said about the Rick Fox situation when we had gotten into a scuffle and my wife came in with the Louis Vuitton bag. But to be honest with you, I wouldn't have it any other way because I know that she has my back as well. If she was in something, I'd be in it with her. So make sure that you have your mates back, no question. No, no, no way. Become best friends. you got to be best friends. As I stated, Doug's my best friend, regardless, hands down. I know there's a lot of ladies out there that's going, well, why can't I be your best friend? You are in some which way, but not in the main way. That is my best friend. That is who I know I can trust. That is who I know would give his life for me. That is who I know will make sure our kids are okay and vice versa. And he should, he knows that I'm his best friend. Now, we have friends outside of that, but you have to be best friends with your mate. In any type of relationship you're in, whether it's marriage Girlfriend and boyfriend, fiance, put that person first. Make sure other people that's special in your life knows that they're special, but that should be your best friend. No question. All I can say about becoming best friends is, is, is very simple. Friends before spouse. you got to be friends before you're anything else. Oh, most definitely. And then we got to support each other. That goes right into what my husband just said. you got to be best friends before you can be anything else, but you got to support each other. Whatever Doug's doing, I'm supporting him. If he wants to do a business, I'm supporting that. If he wants to work out heavier, I'm supporting that. I may have comments about it, like, oh, honey, I don't think you should work out that hard, but I'm supporting what he does. And at the end of the day, whatever he is set out to do, I'm going to help him achieve his goals. That's what support's all about. Next, we got encourage each other, honey. Yes, there, babe, there is not enough of this. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of the other side of encouraging people, you know, hating and different right. things outside. So when it comes to you and your spouse, you have to be that encouraging force because at a day at work and you come home and you heard a lot of that other side, you want to come home and you want to hear that other side, that encouraging side. So this is a big one for males and females because, guys, yeah, you might act tough, but you need encouragement just like she does, and I know that she needs it just like we need it, guys. So encourage each other, definitely. Well, most definitely, you guys. And like I said, we're passionate about this whole topic. It's about having a strong marriage in an age where 15-minute marriages and 30-second divorces is the norm, but it doesn't have to be accepted. You guys are out there listening to Infinite Love Talk Radio, and we're your hosts uh, once again. This is Doug and Jackie Christie. Call in live at 347-215-8305. I see we got callers on the line. We'll get to you as soon as we can. We want to make sure we get through this segment because this is what the main topic of the show is all about. It's about loving and respecting your mate, whether it be marriage 
or a relationship. Be honest about everything with each other. We talked about honesty earlier, but I'm talking about everything. If you have a, a health issue, talk about it. Tell your mate. I got a couple girlfriends that said I didn't want to tell my husband that I had an abnormal pap smear and I think I might have cervical cancer. You got to be able to tell your mate that. They got to be able to support you. Don't keep any secrets whatsoever. If there's somebody new at your job, for instance, a male or a female, and there's, you know, you've met them and you're going to be working with them in whatever capacity, why not go home and be honest with your mate? You know the um, movie that just came out called Obsessed? That's the prime example of the stuff that can happen if you're quiet about it and don't be honest with your mate. And then in the workplace, all of a sudden, someone becomes a fatal attraction. Who knows what can happen? Be honest about everything you guys are about and what you do, and it will definitely make your marriage as strong as possible. That is right. Faithfulness is another one. And hearing, being firmly devoted to each other, having each other's back is a big one. And obviously becoming best friends, babe, is another huge one. Supporting each other and encouraging each other every single day in everything that it is that you do. Oh, most definitely. And we got a caller on the line with an area code of 757. You want to join in live right now, caller? Yes, ma'am. How y'all doing today? I'm really loving the show. How y'all doing tonight? Oh, we're doing fantastic. How about yourself? I'm doing excellent. I'm really enjoying the show. Um, I, I, I have a, a question for you. Um, I'm not of the age to get married. I'm 19 years old. And I'm a freshman in college. Um, and, you know, college is all about just meeting people in relationships in itself. And, and commitment, not necessarily marriage, but you know, I plan on getting married somewhere along the line. Um, I, I don't, it's not, I want to, it's not that I'm seeing the horizon right now, but it's definitely something I want to get to. Um, in college, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of um, college relationships are kind of solely based on sex. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times, um, actually, I know from personal experience, um, I had met this young, young lady at a party. Um, not to get too, get too much detail, but we end up having sex, and uh, we end up actually getting really close the following weeks. And um, basically, it's, it's a lot of the times that's like the, the main focus in the relationships and, and my age group, you know what I'm saying? How do mm-hmm. you, how, how, and, and, okay, my question is, how do you, hold up, I'm trying to word this correctly. How do you make sure that your relationship is based on something solid besides that? Because and a lot of guys' mind, his objective is to get with the girl and date her to have sex. Mm-hmm. And the female's mind frame, I, I, I'm, I'm guessing, in my opinion, is to, Get the commitment first, and then do that. So basically, it's it's on the it's a goal of both parties. But how do you make sure that that's not the the only thing keeping you together? If that um, if you guys I can would, understand that question, I'm sorry it was kind of jumbled, but I'm trying to word it correctly. Oh no, I think it's fantastic. Everybody, callers out there, you hear this wonderful question that he just posed, and I would say from a woman's standpoint, most definitely the most uh, one of the main reasons I was attracted to my husband is it didn't seem like that's what Doug wanted. When I heard, um, you know, oh my God, a friend of ours that met us. If you guys read our book, you know how we met through a mutual friend. He said, I got this guy that I want you to meet. His name's Doug Christie, but he's going to be in the NBA, blah 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 blah. And I had heard all these stories, and you know the stereotypical, stereotypical stuff of a player is, you know, that's what he is. He's got a lot of women everywhere and this and that. So at first I was hesitant to meet him, but once I met him and seen he was a gentleman and I thought he was attractive and everything, and although the feelings are there, the mutual attraction, I knew that this was special, and I think he knew that too. And by him being respectful and not rushing me into anything, I knew that this was a person I wanted to spend my life with. And so coming from a woman's point of view, females are out there. It's like a competition, so to speak. They feel like if they don't get busy with a guy quick, they may lose them or the guy's going to lose interest because, you know, with society putting a lot of women in the, you know, in magazines and on the covers, oh, she's beautiful, oh, she's sexy, you got Beyonce, you got all these people that they make bigger than life. Females feel like if I don't go and, you know, get busy with this guy right away, he's going to move on, and there's so many other girls out there, so they feel rushed. If a man just tells them right off the bat, communicate with them and just say, you know, I really like you, I dig you, I want to get to know you, the the respect that that woman will have for that man, I can't even, I'm passionate about it because, you will, they will look at that man or you in a totally different light. They'll put you above mm-hmm. anything else, and you will get a loyal and faithful woman. And then when you guys do get intimate, it will be that much more special because you guys held back, you got to know each other, and you respected each other's bodies, which is your temple. So mm-hmm. I would definitely say communicate with them and tell them right off the bat. And even if, that is, even if, if it isn't your real 
um, feeling, you really like this girl and you're attracted to her and you really can't wait to get with her, tell her, you know, although I think you're the sexiest thing in the world, I respect you, I respect what you're about, I respect your body, and, you know, we're strong advocates of avoiding, you know, uh, unsafe sex, so say, you know, with mm-hmm. HIV and all that out there, and with you just being such a beautiful human being, I want to respect your womanhood by not rushing into anything. Let's take our time, and, you know, she, I'm sure, will feel the same way, and you guys have something special. No, and exactly, no I, I have another concern. Oh, um, I have another. I have some I honestly, to be completely honest with you, right now the phase I'm in, mm-hmm. I kind of, I kind of went through that phase of sex thing when I was like eight. When I first turned eighteen, I did it for like a couple months, and I was just like crazy because I, I was kind of sheltered before I turned eighteen. Like eighteen, I got a lot of freedom, so I'm, I'm over the sex thing. Honestly, sex doesn't even mean that much to me. To be honest, if, if it's not commitment behind me. Sex is just yeah. like another orgasm to me. But the thing I'm figuring yeah. out right now, in, the, in college level, a lot of the females' mind things change. They, they're the ones that are actually in it for the sex. I, this one young lady I was talking to actually last week, she flat out and told me that she doesn't want a relationship. She just wants to have sex. And oh, I was yes, just like, you know huh? And this, this, actually, yeah. this, actually happened two, this actually happened two times to be, and during this semester. And I'm like, huh? I thought that was the guy's yeah. role to be to be that sex driven. It kind of threw me off because I'm like, because I'm kind of throwing like, should I do it? But I, I'm honestly not that pressed to have sex. I really want something substantial. I want a, a, a companion, not just a sex partner. You know what I'm saying? So that's the thing. I'm I'm kind of torn because I feel the pressure to have sex, and when that's not even on my agenda, you know what I'm saying? I read. I I'm over that. And it yeah, might be like I'm kind of like I'm kind of older, but I feel like I matured a lot of this, of this past year as far as sex. So like, what do I do? Am I should I just keep should I wait? Because it seems like everyone, I, all the girls I seem interested in, that actually appease me on a mental level, not even the physical, they turn out to be that way. So I don't, I'm, I'm kind of lost. Well, it's not that's not a problem because a lot of those sexual things that you're talking about are very society based from what we see on television from all those huh? things it's like you don't do it like this this is you're not going to be down you're not going to be the one but there's something to be said about being a leader and following your own path and if that's not you that's not you so what is the conversation that you're having about being friends first. I, obviously, attraction is there because that's where people meet, and that's usually how they meet. It's like, oh, I find her attractive. I'd like to get with mm-hmm. her. Well, that's something that, that as time comes, it, it should come with that, not necessarily if that's what it's based on, then all of the things that come with something that is so frivolous, are you're going to run into those things. And, and we as a people, and obviously you as a, as a human being and us, you have to take that next level approach. And that next level approach is being past the sexuality that is forced into your face as a society because if we don't, those things like AIDS and the different things that come along with that are going to plague us more and more and more. Most definitely, and I think, too, um, that a lot of times women in college, they, they're feeling like, you know, that's what the cool thing is. Everybody's, you know, getting busy. Everybody's doing this. Everybody's doing that. So they want to meet the jock or the good-looking guy and be able to go back and say, because that's almost a way for them to brag to their friends and say, oh, yeah, we was this and we was that. And then some people just have an insatiable attitude and attitude about it, and they probably should get some counseling themselves. But I like what you're saying. You're you're asking yourself, should you? So you're on the right track, and I would definitely let her know, although I find your track if I find it, you know, myself interested in getting to know you better, I'm just not there right now. And a lot of times once you say that, that will make that person take a look at their life as well. And they, it definitely would me as a female. And I would really reassess where I'm going with that whole thing because sometimes it's a test too or it's what they think the man wants to hear. So I say, is that really how you feel? And if it is, I'm sorry, I can't help you. But she may just say, you know, it's not really how I feel. And you might find out different things about her. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. I'm really going to take this as, like, definitely applies to my life. Thank you. Thank you all Oh, so you are welcome. Thank you for calling in. And I see the call line okay. is lit up. If anybody else is out there and I see 615 area code, jump right in the conversation. We're talking about marriage and having a strong relationship. And we just had a real cool person on there talking about different situations with the college life and with how easily sex is being put in the forefront. And that's not something that we advocate. We definitely here on Infinite Love, Love Talk Radio encourage everybody to respect yourself, respect your body, it's your temple. No question, baby. That, that was a, a great question and a great caller because this is something, and it, and it just happened to hit right on the on the, the head of what we are talking about today. So hopefully, uh, what we said is definitely encouraging to that young man because he sounds like he's got his head on straight and he's going in a positive, positive direction. 
Oh, most definitely. And, again, we have our artist from John Rothfire Record Label. We have our artist, Bobby Tinsley, and he has a song that's coming out, and it's titled More Than Pride. It's exclusively being played right here. So here you guys go. More than high production. This is the type of song that you that you dedicate to someone who you want to make things right with. are busting at the scenes. That was Bobby Kinsey, by the way. You guys are artists. It's coming out. It's one of his new singles that's coming out, and you guys already know what about Bob. His album is great, and it's out there. It's everywhere records are sold. You can pick it up. He also has an exclusive version that will be available only through Walmart, coming up here pretty soon. And you can go to www.whataboutbjt.com, and that's Bobby's website, or you can go to his MySpace, and that would be myspace.com forward slash Bobby Tinsley, okay? And we are jumping right into health, beauty, fashion, and lifestyle. We are busting at the seams, as I told you, and I got some tips for you guys. It's wintertime, winter coats. It's time, so dig them out, dust them off, and get ready to bundle up. If you really want to make a great fashion statement with your winter coat, be sure to add a scarf if you're a lady. Even guys can add a scarf. Make sure it's something like a cashmere scarf, whatever you want. You can also buy some cashmere fabric, cut it down the side, have it sold at the cleaners, and made into your own scarf with your own style. Okay, so make sure you get those winter coats out. That's my fashionista right there. I'm trying to tell you guys. Now, for the gentlemen out there, the slim tie fellows, that's right. It's a different look. Everybody's rocking the big knots, big giant knots around their neck. How about the little knot or keep it loose? But they come in a wondrous colors, a little tie, nice suit, nice sweater, something like that. Or you can even bust that one with some jeans because it has a different look to it. So check it out, the slim tie fellows. 
Oh, most definitely. And guess what? We got a we got a special guest coming on, so make sure you stay tuned. Next, we have Bluetooth for the cell phone. A must to save you from what they're calling is radiation poisoning and getting into your heads. They're saying everybody needs to have a Bluetooth, so make sure you get one. I'm gonna be picking up one myself, and um, we're just gonna keep it moving. That's right, and for everybody, during this winter time, before winter hits, you know, spring cleaning for your body early is what I call it, and that's a that's detox right. or a cleanse. You've got to help your body out. Everything needs a break, and a break is necessary for your body. You change the oil in your car, don't you? That is correct. Right. What about your liver and colon? There's more fats. There's more cholesterol in the foods nowadays, and it's building up in our bodies, and people are gaining weight, different things, and all the health problems that we're seeing. Detox and a cleanse can definitely help with that. Check on the Internet, Google Detox Cleanse. You'll see many, many things. Check it out. Well, most definitely, and rounding out our health, beauty, fashion, and lifestyle tips, we got Michelle and Barack Obama. They have a new book coming out. Of course, they didn't write it. Another author wrote it, but it's all about them. It's titled A Profile or Portrait of an American Marriage. So make sure you guys pick one up. We're going to be picking one up and seeing what it's all about as well. I hear they're talking about, or it's talking about, different things that they went through, trials and tribulations. And you know this show today was all about having a strong marriage and relationship. So that's a real cool book to pick up. And as we talked about, it's a lot more, you know, in, in the press. It's all about marriage and commitment and faithfulness and friendships and togetherness and family. So that would be a good winter book to pick up and get in front of the fireplace, have some cocoa, and read something great. And now we're going to jump down. We have we are happily ready to welcome back to Infinite Love Talk Radio a very special guest that you guys really enjoyed the last time he was with us, and that's Mr. Carlo. And he is actually Louis Cruz Beltran. He'll be coming on in just a moment. When we get him, we will jump right back into his segment. We got the call lines lighting up. Not sure which one you are, but um, I see Patricia Ireland on the line. If you want to say something, jump right on in the conversation, Patricia. And we will move right on into hot topics. Honey, what's going on in the news? Well, you know what? If you get bit by an alligator, guess what, everybody? Poke them in the eye. How do you get a seven-foot-long alligator off your leg? Poke them in the eye. That's what Diane Black Blackwood successfully, what? that was her tactic of for freeing herself from the creature's jaws during what was supposed to be a quiet stroll with her two dogs in Florida uh, last Monday, said the St. Petersburg uh, Press. Blackwood had stopped along the shores of the Sawgrass Lake in St. Petersburg when she saw the water swirling from something below. She called her dogs, who scampered away, of course, because dogs know what's happening, but she tripped and fell. I, I was thinking Friday the 13th when I read that. Uh, that's when the alligator got her. It was slightly less painful than a blade of a lawnmower hitting your foot, she said. At first, she told the newspaper she tried to pry the strong jaws off with her hands, but when she couldn't, she aimed for the soft spot, and that is the eye. She later drove herself to the hospital, and she was just treated for wounds of her calf and thumb, but she got away. Seven-foot-long alligator could definitely eat a person. Person, so poke them in the eye. Oh my God! I don't think I want to even tangle, you know, tangle with no alligator. I'm afraid of that. <laughs> but check this out, you guys. The swine flu has a new makeover. Oh my God! Dr. John Clark, the family doc in hip hop. How do you say that, honey? Aficionado. Yeah, aficionado. <laughs> Aficionado is rapping against swine flu, and he's um, he he did a new public service announcement um, from the federal government, and he he rapped about the swine flu. Well, to make a long story short. He ended up winning the contest, and he's going to donate his proceeds to a hospital. But he rapped about it because he felt like that would get attention of the young people, attention of everybody, really. They had a contest, and they have an effort going around trying to alert people of the swine flu and different, you know, infections and disease through the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, and he actually won. So be looking out if you guys are interested in um, doing something like that. Put a video together and send it in. He's, um, he's doing some really good things. That's called Hilltop. I'd like to see his lyrics on that one and check him out, how, how he broke it down. It, 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 what did he say? He's 38 and he raps? Okay. I'm gonna okay. Check out Are you saying something about being 38? No, no, no. I, well, I'm older than him. No, we're not. I, I, got hot, I got hot stuff, too. Crazy. 
Well, former U.S. President Bill Clinton has changed his mind on gay marriage. Former U.S. President Bill Clinton has revealed he recently had a change of heart on the issue of same-sex marriage. In an interview with CNN's Anderson Cooper Friday, Clinton explained that he still believes each state should decide whether to legalize gay marriage, but he is no longer personally opposed to it. And you guys all know how we feel about it, but just in case we believe that any and all couples, no matter their sex and or lifestyle, should be allowed to marry. So big ups to Bill, no question about that. Oh, most definitely. And you know what? We might even have our special guest on the line with us right now, hopefully, and that would be Mr. Louis Beltran. And um, if that's you, is that you, Louis? Hello. Hello. How are you? Welcome back to the show. Hey, it's good to, good to hear you. No question about it, Louis. Always a pleasure to hear your voice and hear everything that you got going on. No question about how how have you been lately? Well, you know, I've been great, man. I mean, I always give the blessings to uh, to the Lord above for waking me up in the morning, and not only that, but when I was asleep, He was taking care of me then too. So I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm, I'm feeling great. No question about it. For everybody who knows about Louis. He uh he's the the most beautiful singer and he does so many things. He's been on the Who's Who of composers. He's a uh, um, Mexican werewolf in Texas. Uh, the minister's wife. He acts. He does it all. Uh, I, I don't even know what to say about you. Last time I had you on, I had such a good time with you, and my wife told me that you were coming back, and I said that's what I'm talking about. It's always good to have a guest back on. So uh, what's going on with you these days, Louis? Well, first of all, thank you for all that. Um, I don't know what they're going to put on my plot when I go, because that's, that's a lot of things to see. <laughs> but, uh, uh, one thing that I can say is that I have a very special, uh, I'm going to be doing a very special show on October 4th, Doug and okay. Jack. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, that is going to, it, the, the title of the, of the, of the venue um of course, it's called La Vida Music Festival. Um, and it's basically uh, trying to bring support into the National Hispanic um, uh, uh, Heritage. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, I've, oh, I've, that's okay. I've been, I've been doing a few interviews, and now I'm getting them all mixed up. <laughs> can you hear me? No. Oh, yeah, we can hear you. We, we know how that is to, when, yeah. when you're going back to back. Not a problem. So anyway, it's uh, at the John Anson Ford Amphitheater, and um, check this out. I'm going to be there with, with a, a bunch of fine musicians, uh, along with uh, my guest Hubert Laws and Escovito, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we're just going to have a great time on October 4th at 7 o'clock. Of course, we'll be starting a little later, but the uh, introduction of the show will be... Um, uh, mariachi Ea Son, which is a really great uh, cultural mariachi group that adds a spin to their to their genre. They they, they become a little little more tropical, and it's 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 really a great group. I've seen them several times, and they always amaze me. Uh, also, there will be a Robert Kyle Brazilian band. Robert Kyle is an excellent wow. home player, and I'm sure you probably heard some of his music. It's played here and there, all over the place, you know. So we'll catch him here and there. And also Chris Bennett, who is an excellent uh, pianist and singer. I just saw her at uh, Catalina's recently, and she just brought the house down. Uh, there's a Brazilian group uh, by, um, spearheaded by Chalo Eduardo and the Brazilian Beat. And so that's going to be a great percussion show. And then, of course, my, my, my orchestra will be coming up with a bunch of fine musicians. I mean, I've got some of the best that you can imagine in the, in the West Coast and anywhere in the world. They're all great musicians. And we're going to have a great time. And so that's uh, Sunday, October 4th. Um, again, let me mention to you that uh, Hubert Laws, a great flute player. Um, wow. And uh, a great comedian who's going to be emceeing along with uh, Jose Rizzo from KJAZ, uh, Mike Marino. And he's a funny cat. I mean, it, <laughs> there's no way you can't uh, uh, not want to dance and laugh. <laughs> so I hope some people can do it at the same time because that's what's going to be happening. But but on a serious side, um, this is a this is a show that uh, is quite eclectic, yet uh, it's it's kind of showing um, the unity 
and the reality of cultures that come together, both in history, present, and obviously will go into the future of the Latino uh, um, uh, presence in our community. And, you know, when you say Latino, or when I say Latino, I absolutely mean the black, the uh, mm -hmm. Hispanic, um, and, of course, the European uh, uh, influences of Spain. And we're going to bring all that together because, as, as a lot of people may know, but I would like to inform them that Latinos are um, consist of that exactly. It's all it's white, black, and brown, and That's it's right. a beautiful, beautiful reflection of what our community is all about here in Los Angeles. That is totally yeah. true, and at Infinite Love Talk Radio, that is what it, we, we love. Because when you talk about cultures and coming together, for everybody who doesn't know, that is Louis Cruz Beltran, and he was influenced by Afro-Cuban music, and he said that it stole his heart as a young child listening to his mother sing. And it, when I heard that, it, I knew it was beautiful. And for somebody to say, nowadays, Louis, everyone says, oh, I play in a band, but you, you have an orchestra, and that's something different in and of itself, man. Sunday, October 4, 7 p.m., La Viva Music Festival. Now, now tell us, is this in California? Where, where exactly is it? Uh, yes, it's um, at, in, in Hollywood, right there in John Anson Ford Amphitheater in Hollywood. And it's Sunday, October 4th at 7 p.m. And uh, we're going to be celebrating, uh, uh, you know, a great uh, tapestry of music, uh, celebrating uh, Hispanic Heritage Month. And uh, we've brought all these musicians together of various backgrounds and so forth. It's not just a Hispanic thing, as I mentioned. It is a community thing. However, we're bringing together what Hispano is, you know, which is, like, as, as I mentioned, it is European, it's African, and it's... Uh, and it's South American. It's a, a, a mixture. That's what this great, great race of, 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 of people uh, consists of. And I go to many schools where our young children, our young students, have not recognized and, 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 and bring that to their awareness. Uh, you'd be surprised how many adults uh, haven't recognized uh, the significance of what it means to say a Latino. Um, mm -hmm. uh, it's just like saying America. Uh, because it is it is a, a it is a uh, a, a mixture uh, cultural mixture of so many uh, di so much diversity and so much um, contributions to our great nation of America and I, I think what happens when I go to these schools and I'm talking to black students and and mm -hmm. Chicano and Hispanic students and white students and tell them that when they go to Veracruz Mexico a large population there are black Mexicans. And That's you right. go to, you know, and, and they just don't know this. And a lot of our young kids in schools, in our, in our, um, in our curriculum, in our schools, are not aware of that and find that we have a lot of differences. But in many ways, what I'm trying to bring along through the art form of music uh, is that we have a lot of similarities. And uh, it, they're, they're always tickled when I tell them that they go to, you know, uh, the, uh, my father came with, two black Mexicans from Veracruz in Guerrero, Mexico. They came to the house, and he introduced them to me, and uh, they started speaking nothing but Spanish. And they spoke <laughs> Spanish better than I did, you know, and better yeah. than I do. And I, I was really amazed by that because that was a young experience for me, and I'm glad I had it because I think our young people in school should, should have that experience more and be, recognize the fact that we are really one. You, you know, Louis, the, the beautiful thing is it, it sounds as though you were ex, uh, you were given something at such a young age, and it was knowledge of self. And that knowledge of self now you are bringing back to the children. And with that knowledge of self, it brings self-respect. It brings self-awareness. It brings so many different things that uh, a lot of times not only are children lacking, but like you said, they don't even know, have any idea about. Exactly. I mean, there's a lot of, there has been a lot of uh, psychological and even physical segregation amongst our communities. And uh, uh, I, I think that a, uh, one of the reasons for that, in my opinion, is that there's not, there's, there's not target education about how relevant and how uh, relatable and how close together we really are if we start to, to investigate our backgrounds and our culture, we'll find that all of us are really coming from the same place. That's right. No, 
No, no question about it. And that's that's a beautiful thing because I, I I truly agree with you that education is so big. And not just we're we're not talking about math and all that different stuff, but education not only of the Hispanic and Latino, uh, the African American, the European, and like you said, when you start looking at all of that and you bring it into the big scope of things, you see how much more alike we are than different we are, and that's powerful, powerful for young minds. Yes, because you know a lot of people may not realize, you know, both black, brown, and white, what what blood is circulating within our families. And so we have to, we have to keep in mind and keep an open mind. And, uh, and I would say somewhat of a, yeah, an open mind. Keep open mind, uh, an open mind to be aware of the fact that we may be some things that uh, uh, we weren't taught or accustomed to hearing about. But as, as I mentioned, as we start to realize uh, and, and start to investigate a little bit in, in the, um, the backgrounds of our community, the background of our culture, how much we are uh, probably have crossed paths by way of actual DNA, you know. That's right. <laughs> and, um, well, I, I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. The, 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 the thing is, uh, this, this particular festival, um, uh, Jackie, Doug, is, is – is kind of the result of of what um, music and the arts can stir up uh, and mm-hmm. can and and focus on, and that's what we want to do. We want to bring people in to listen to live performances by real human beings. You know, today we're, we're so accustomed to seeing now where. You have, and I'm not putting down DJs. I think they're very advantageous to all musicians. But sometimes, you know, you get people rolling rolling CDs, and there's no band, or you're just listening to music, and that's great too. But you know, live performance, you know, is uh, sometimes I feel like it's in jeopardy, you know, because our young kids are not getting the performance quality or the uh, um, mm-hmm. curriculum, the the academics of, of arts, you know, like drawing and music and acting and and even sports, for that matter, uh, as we used to in our day, you know, uh, it's kind of uh, declining. As we can see, the economy and political strife and, 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 uh, has, has created uh, kind of a void or has taken away a lot of the things that we had in our curriculums. And, and, and I, it, it, that's not a surprise. That's not a mystery. We see it and we hear about it every day. But um, here we have an opportunity for people to come out and see some real, real results of what our schools, when we did, and when we had the the, it was plentiful. You could go to school, and you could have, uh, you could take music, one A, one B. You could take art. You could do. It's. I just went. I just did a seminar at a school recently, and I'm not going to say which school, but you know what? This young boy came up to me and said, "I love the drums. I play them all the time." I said, "Oh, do you really?" He said, "You you play here at school? No, not at school because we don't have music in our school. There is no oh, yeah. orchestra. There is no band. There's nothing." Uh, my jaw dropped. I mean, I said, what? I couldn't believe it. I finally, finally heard it. I said, are you saying this school has no music department? No, we don't have one. I said, I'm going to have to check this out. So I talked to, talked to the principal. Absolutely not. And it was so sad because in the back of the stage, I saw all of these books on music, the classes that were at one time there, full of spider webs and dust. Uh-huh. On top of them. It, was a, it, was, it was sad. And... Mm. and this young boy did not have any drums at home either. He said, I just love to play on anything, on boxes and so forth. And I said, you know, this, is, this really touched my heart. And it, it made me realize, uh, Doug and uh, Jackie, that, that, uh, that something has to be done. And uh, I'm just so grateful. I'm living in a time where I, I can still experience getting on stage and playing for a real audience and an audience can listen to a real band, you know. Yeah, no, I better no. shut up because you know what? I get excited. <laughs> and, and, and I That's hear the passion. passion. That, that is right, baby. Yeah, now, but it all comes up. It's, I'm on this show with you guys, and I love you guys. I listen to you, to your show, and, and, and you guys are absolutely awesome. And I appreciate, I appreciate uh, what you do. Um, oh, thank you so much, Louis. Where can people reach you? Because I'm getting a lot of emails saying, where, what's his website? He's interested. I want to I get to know him more. You can you can reach me at uh, Corniche Entertainment, and that Corniche is spelled C-O-R-N-I-C-H-E, Corniche okay. Entertainment, 
com. And on that particular website, they'll find all of my my uh, my history, what I'm doing, what I plan to be doing, and what I'm doing presently. The uh, my performances and venues that I'll be I'll be involved in, and uh, and uh, you know they'll hear about other great artists that we have that are involved with uh, Cornish Entertainment. And so um, all of you that are are listening, you know, take the time to write that down. That's Cornish Entertainment. Um, Com, and you can find out what's going on about me and what's going on about this La Vida Music Festival, John Anson Ford Amphitheater in Hollywood on Sunday, October 4th, and it starts at 7 o'clock, and there's going to be a lot of music. It's going to be a great, great evening. Oh, fantastic. You guys heard it right here live on Infinite Love Talk Radio. That's Louis Cruz Beltran, and thanks so much for joining us, Louis. We'll be bringing you back on. Um, we're about to do a television show. It's going to be the live version. It's called The Low, and we are currently in negotiations with that going on television, so we definitely got to have you on and all of your great stuff. Oh, thank you. for. I, I would love it. You just let me know, and, and uh, I'll be there. Only thank if you, you come on in salsa, though, Louis. Okay. All right. Listen, I want to remind everybody that the great legends, uh, Hubert Laws and Pete Escovito, they will also be at this concert. And uh, don't miss it. It's going to be great. And Jackie, Doug, thank you so much. Anytime, Louis. Thank Thank you. you. Anytime. Thanks for joining us. Everybody, I know that I was supposed to do 60 seconds with Jackie Christie, and guess what? I got away. I don't have to do it. We're going to bring on the whistle because I know that you guys is uh, really ready for sports, and you probably, you know, mean it. Phoenix, Phoenix, that's not the music that we always hear no, for the no, whistle, no. but you know what? We're going to... We're going to give him a little beatbox, uh-huh, no question. I wasn't trying to play Fiend. I wanted to hear between the There it is, those questions. Hear between questions. the lines of football. <laughs> Wizzle, are you there, man? Yes, I am here. There <laughs> you go. I, I love the dramatic Wait, before pause. you guys get started again, ladies and gentlemen, that was Louis Carlos that, that My, my wife is, is right on the money. Wizzle, well, Obviously, football is everywhere in the air. Whistle upsets in college football. Uh, I, I don't even know what to say. Keep it on the West Coast. But let's go straight to the NFL. And Whistle is an impeccable record, ladies and gentlemen. And I, I hope that if you are going to Vegas that you got your pen and pad with you because this week's game, uh, I, I'm going to go on a limb. Let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. I'm going to say he goes 14 and 2. Uh, give it to me, Wizzle. Jacksonville Jays at the Houston Texans. Who you got in that one? We're going to go with the home team in this one. Uh, the Texans are a very, very uh, competitive one-in-one team, and it's not to say that Jacksonville uh, isn't. It's just that the Texans will be at home, and I think they'll be looking for another win. Well, those Tennessee Titans, Wizzle, they they are 0-2. You would think that this matchup between Tennessee and the Jets might be different when the Jets being 0-2, but the Jets are 2-0. and Tennessee at the Jets, who do you got there? You know, this is going to be a really, really tough game. Uh, obviously, it's a big game uh, back in New York for Mr. Mark Sanchez, but I picked the Titans to get this one, and it's probably not the most popular decision with a lot of Jets fans out there, but, hey, let's be honest. Uh, Jets fans, you got a, a, a rookie quarterback. You guys are off to a hot start. And who would have thunk that you guys would have been up to the start, John? Be happy with that. But uh, the Titans are a very, very explosive team. Uh, they have Mr. Chris Johnson who's back there, and he's a, he says big plays all over. So uh, I think that they step out of the shadows of 0-2 and, and emerge with a win. I, I could see that happening. A little let down in Jet Town, ladies and gentlemen. Well, the Green Bay Packers will be visiting the 0-2 St. Louis Rams. Will that uh, course continue? The course will continue for the Rams. Uh, it's just going to be a tough game. Uh, uh, Green Bay is, is obviously uh, they, they took a, a big loss on the chin uh, last week, but let's be honest, they've been playing pretty well. Uh, they've got some kinks they need to work out in terms of rushing, but what team in the NBA doesn't? or NFL doesn't. I'm sorry about that. I'm so anxious. Uh, but I do pick Green Bay this week, and I do think they will come out victorious. What about Washington at Detroit? I got Detroit to emerge from the shadows of 0-2-ness. They're at home. Uh, they got a hot quarterback. They got a, some, some good talent over there. Uh, it's a revamped attitude. 
and team for that matter, and I just really think they got a good chance. And not to mention the intangible, which is uh, the Redskins are one and one, but they've only been able to put up around 16 points a game, and I don't think that's going to do it. I think that uh, Detroit scores more than 16 and gets a win at home. Ouch. San Francisco at Minnesota. This is going to be probably the, the premier game of the day in terms of uh, physical contact, uh, competitiveness, and uh, and just game tempo. We're going to see football played at a high level. And you know what? I have an upset. You know what? And it's nothing personal. I really, really enjoy what uh, Adrian Peterson does over there, but I don't think a lot of people understand uh, how physical the 49ers are and how uh, great of a job uh, Mike Singletary has done with that squad. Uh, he got everybody flying. They're playing above their heads. They're extremely physical. Uh, they tackle well. And they got a guy named uh, Mr. Gore back there at the running back position uh, who's no slouch himself. So uh, I think that uh, it's going to be a long day for Mr. Favre and the Vikes. There you go. New York Giants versus the Tampa Bay Bucks. I'm going with the Giants in this one. Nothing personal against Tampa Bay. It's just that the Giants got Eli Manning. Tampa Bay doesn't. Cleveland at Baltimore. Baltimore will get this win there at home. Uh, obviously, Cleveland is probably the worst of all 0-2 teams, uh, but they'll, their trend will continue this week. Uh, Baltimore will emerge 3-0, Cleveland 0-3. Go Flacco. Kansas City at Philly. This is going to be another good one. Another, no other people are, are really concerned with Westbrook and the injuries that uh, Philly has, but uh, I think that just talent-wise they have enough to score more points and, and to create more havoc on defense. i got to go with Philly in this one. I think that they will have a couple surprises uh, with Michael Vick. But uh, to be honest with you, uh, Kevin Kolb uh, did sensational last week. And uh, so, hey, I just think that they can continue to trend. He'll step in and, and, and continue the hot play. Chi-Town comes to the town. Chicago at Seattle. Who you got there? This is going to be a big one. You know, I, I really, really want to root for the home team, but it's just something about Jay Cutler coming out of his shell last week, and I, I do think that they're going to start to really appreciate and, and start to see what he can do uh, for that Chicago uniform. Uh, don't get me wrong. I am rooting for us, and we are darling green uniforms, if you can imagine that. We're going to whip the green out on them, so I can't wait to see it, but I think that Cutler comes away with that one. And uh, it's going to be a tough one on the chin for the Hawks. ATL traveling to New England. Atlanta at New England, which is going to be a, a very, very tough one as well. But you know what? Tom Brady won't lose twice. He's going to step out. He's going to uh, uh, get the ball moving. Uh, Atlanta won't look bad. It's just that I think that uh, New England will look better and they'll they'll finally start getting their machine going. Uh, otherwise, it could be some panic times. I know that uh, Randy Moss is questionable. Uh, Wes Welker is questionable, but he's probable in terms of playing. So uh, they're going to need his contribution because uh, uh, Brady uh, was taking it pretty rough last week. There you go. New Orleans uh, at Buffalo. I'm going to go with Buffalo, and I know that – you know, hey, obviously Drew Brees is, is doing a hell of a job. He's, he's throwing the ball. He's really a gunslinger. But I just think the Buffalo is, is a really good team. They're physical. they got a lot of talent. And I think that T.O. Is, uh, is maybe been a little bit fairly scrutinized uh, through the media for making a couple comments. Uh, only the player and the quarterback know what, what they see during the game. So uh, uh, I don't know why that was blown out of proportion. But uh, – the main thing is I think that Buffalo will represent at home. It's going to be a tough job, but they got a lot of young guys and a lot of little talent that flies around there, like a little, a lot of bugs. So I'm going to go with uh, Buffalo to get that set. Pittsburgh at Cincy. I'm going Pittsburgh. Uh, they took a tough loss last week, and I think that they will step out. Oh, hey, Cincy took a tougher loss, but I think that Pittsburgh will, will really try to step in and try to dominate that game. Denver at Oakland. I'm going with Denver. Uh, Oakland has looked fair at times, but for the most part, uh, last week, Jamarcus Russell, uh, 30% uh, passing, uh, is, is won't do it in the NFL. It won't do it at high school, Pop Warner, 89er, so on. So we got to go with the Broncos. Miami 0-2 at San Diego. Who you got there? 
upset. I am going with Miami Dolphins, and let me tell you why. Their ball control has been phenomenal. Obviously, Ricky Williams is on his uh, farewell tour, and he's averaging four, just over four yards a carry. But Ronnie Brown is averaging 5.3 a pop, which is huge numbers. It really puts Chad Pennington in a good position in terms of managing the game and, and just relaxing and not feeling like he has to put the whole game on his shoulder. So I think that they'll control the tempo. Uh, I do think that the, uh, the Chargers will miss LT this week as he will be out, and I think that they're going to get handled a little bit. Sunday night football, Indiana at Arizona. I am picking the home team in this one. Uh, Indiana obviously uh, looked really, really good. Indianapolis, I'm sorry, not Indiana. Looked very good last week, and it really showed you the value of, of Peyton Manning uh, to break an NFL record in terms of how can you you have the ball for a third of the game and get the win. That's really phenomenal, and it tells you about his ability to make strikes. I just think that uh, the Cardinals uh, create too many uh, opportunities, uh, intangible, create uh, uh, turnovers and create those uh, on occasion. So I think that that will be the Achilles heel for the Colts, and I pick the Cardinals in that one. In 15 seconds, Carolina versus Dallas. Dallas will get the win for the stadium. Tony Romo, everybody get off his back and quit calling him. You know. As always, our predictions fourteen to two. Everybody, stay tuned. Next week, the Whistle will be back with more predictions. As always, Whistle, we appreciate your insight into the world of sports. Peace out. Vienna sausage, toothpick, Tabasco, deuces. As you guys heard, that was sports, and we are winding it down. We had a wonderful guest on today, a surprise guest. Louis Beltran, he told you all about the concert he's having on this Sunday. Make sure you guys check it out. It'll be a lot of people there. Who's going to be there, honey? It's going to be everybody you guys go. It's going to be in Hollywood Sunday, October 4, 7 p.m., La Viva Music Festival, Hollywood, California. You just check out for the Louis Cruz Beltran Orchestra. Everybody else, they doing – no, they're not doing second. They're going to have a great time. And we're getting ready to sign off. Usually we play music for you, but this time we're going to sing for you. You are my starship. (laughs) Bye, y'all. Take care. Peace. Respect. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.